Three. Oh, we're already live. I hit the button early. Fuck it. Go. Did you? I did. I'm not a post-it monster. <laughs> Definitely a post-it monster. I don't think I am Elaine. conversation. And this... Yeah, but now they're going to wonder. And this is the... Elaine doesn't know how to use post-its. And this is the underappreciated... You're 16, 17, 18. You still haven't got there? Underappreciated movie podcast for four friends to discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. I am not a post-it monster. She is Elaine and I am Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have a documentary about the proper use of post-its. Then you should watch it. <laughs> and it will clearly show that the way I use post-its is allowed. Friends. By whom? Friends, let me stop you here. By the National Post-it Agency. The National Post-it Agency. That's NPA. made up. Yeah, 3M. The NPA. Yeah, that's made up. Friends, for those of you who don't know, I was at Lane's desk recently. And you know the sticky part of the post-it? Well, she held that down, ripped off the part of the post-it that's not sticky... Thrice times. <laughs> and the worst try, part was... Try glaza? Thri, no, dry glaza. And the worst part was there was two where she had done that, then there was a full post-it with some notes on it, and then one underneath that had been ripped off. She doesn't know how to understand how to use post-its. That's what this conversation you've walked into is. Welcome to Under Your Appreciation the Podcast. Before friends, <laughs> talk about post-its. Oh, that's going to be a boring podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Not with, not with Elaine shaking it up. You ever see Romy Michelle's high school reunion? Yeah. Well, they were like, yeah, we'll tell somebody we invented post-its. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be pretty cool. Like, if you knew somebody who invented post-its. Well, what's his name? Uh, the monkeys guy. His mother invented Whiteout. See, that's pretty cool. And he helped invent MTV. So he did pretty good. Yeah. Whiteout's pretty cool. Yeah. I like the, I like the uh, Whiteout invention of the little roller yeah. Whiteout. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to use the little liquid with the brush that always gets all ridiculous. What is happening in that whiteout, too? Yeah. <laughs> but, but if you sniff the glue. You don't sniff glue. <laughs> or whiteout. <laughs> huh, what? Or magic markers. Friends. Well, normally we pick <laughs> movies <laughs> that are underappreciated, but today we're just going to talk today, about I, I'm the last one, right? Yes. Yes. It's, T- today I'm, is Tony's pick. For Elaine's birthday. The last of Elaine's birthday picks. And I keep forgetting that it's for Elaine because it feels like it should be. It's my birthday pick. No. It's my birth. It's my birthday pick. My birthday pick. And it's 2010's Iron Man 2. The, you, whatever you pick for my birthday, if it's not this cool, we're going to have a problem. Oh, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. not this cool. Uh, it's, it's cooler. It's cooler? It's not. Is it Endgame? Because that would be Dan. No. I can't it's Endgame. <laughs> I know what he picked, though. That would take six Although this movie thousand years. Was it? Yes. Yeah. I looked it up. It, it cost uh, 200 It made 300 basically. So, yeah, it didn't yeah. make his money back. It gets a 6.9 on IMDb, 57% Metacritic. Luckily, Iron Man 3 made a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked itself out. <laughs> Kept the momentum going, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it a 72, and the audience give it a 71. There's some... some yeah, there's there's, there's just something wrong. <laughs> All right. What uh, did you think going in Carly? I thought, I've seen this. I think it was my first uh, Marvel film. This would now would have been able to start it, but sure. John? <laughs> this was not my first Marvel film. Oh, what third. I think about this movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thought, this isn't my favorite Iron Man, but it's in the top three. <laughs> Bold stance, Cotton. <laughs> Play. I thought, I like this movie. All right. I have two reviews. Yeah. 
One is from Mick Trotman. Yeah. Uh, the Mick Trotman? The day before, well, two days before Halloween in 2010, which is when it okay. came out. Wow, so this is a fresh, you know, fresh take. Freshly. Still in the theater. This movie had popcorn on his fingers still. This movie is nothing but dribble and loud bangs. Nope. Fuck this guy. All noise <laughs> and no substance. There's no plot, no characters, no development, no story. Nothing that makes a movie. This is just embarrassing to watch for the sheer lack of any sign of imagination or storytelling. Mm-hmm. Interesting. One star. I think this is one of the few movies that actually has a plot. It does. It 100% has a plot. The other one is from Vinny, twenty one twelve, also in uh, a- in April of twenty ten. Mm-hmm. He's a hell of a cousin, is Vinny. I'll put it very simply. I think this movie was really cool. Excellent story, visual effects, action, all of it combined masterfully to create a great film that delivers entertainment and style throughout, without sacrificing a good plot. It has all the right elements and the cool elements in a proper balance, making it fun yet not dumb. Ten out of ten. Iron Man 2 kicks ass. Mm-hmm. That other guy can go kick rocks. Basically. Isn't that guy's familiar with the term suck a dick? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it was written by Justin Thoreau. Mm-hmm. He also worked on Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And Just a dude playing another dude. Zoolander 2. <laughs> playing another dude. I saw a thing where it was uh, Robert Downey Jr. in full blackface from Tropical Thunder. And the... Um, Black Panther outfit and like we found the replacement. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what? I'd be all about that, but people lose their shit oh, nowadays. No, no. That would be terrible. It would be so funny. It would be terrible. Uh, obviously, they, they give a shout out to Stan Lee and Don Heck wrote comics with mm-hmm. an Iron Man in them. But uh, let's see, Stan Lee plays Larry King in this. Yeah. It was directed by Welcome Back to the Podcast, John Favreau. Oh yeah, what is he directed? Chef. Yep. And he was in Endgame, and he uh-huh. was in Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Probably a couple of them Spider-Man movies. Um, all of them. Yeah. We just watched uh, Far From Home. No, No Way Home. No, No we Way Home. No Way Home. The last one. Yeah. We watched that the other day. Holds up. I'm, awesome movie. I mean, it's not old. <laughs> <laughs> it's from saying, earlier this year. Isn't it? Yeah. I think that one's all top. All the way back in 2022? Yeah. I think that one's top five. Really? All time, yeah. Wow. And this, it's this, not because of Spider-Man. It's because of the Spider-Men. There's the magic yeah. of... The three of them the together three is of awesome. them together. When, watching it again, Andrew Garfield is loving it. Like He's like, I always wanted brothers. He legit wants brothers, and this is the closest he's ever going to get. He's amazing in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. And Tobey Maguire is fantastic in that movie. They're so good, and that like it's so well-written. I think that that catapults it way right behind... Ant-Man. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> right behind Ant-Man? Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry, you said behind? Uh-huh. Sure. Maybe it's still number one for her. Okay. Uh, it's like top five. <laughs> starring, welcome back to the podcast, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I'm I feel like this whole was, cast is welcome back. Not all of them, but most of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's obviously in the MCU. He was in Doolittle. Yeah. He was in Chef for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was in, <laughs> I don't think he got paid he, for he was in Nice Guys. They, nice they credit him in there. I think he might have been like a cameo. Like okay. at one of the parties he was sitting okay. there. Okay, see, something. I didn't, I didn't Maybe. notice him. We need to watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> Pause it. Uh, Mickey Rourke, welcome back to the podcast. What's he been in? He was in The Wrestler, Sin City, Expendables, and that's it. And Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You forgot one. Did I? Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> From the greatest episode ever. 
Harley Davidson Marlboro Man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he does it in timer. <laughs> timer. He's such a good actor that he is the timer. Wow. That's. I don't think those are facts. Them do be facts. It's not facts. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's in it. She's in the MCU. Shakespeare in Love. Don, she sucks. Don Cheadle. She has a candle that smells like her vagina, too. Yeah. That's weird. She has a website that is pretty much a giant scam. Because she's a terrible person. She is. Don Cheadle from the MCU and Black Monday. He's really good in um, the Ocean's Eleven series. Yeah? Ocean's welcome Eleven. back to the podcast. Oh, yeah, he was welcome back. He was Basher. Yeah, that's right. He's just really good. I really liked the first season of Black Monday, and then it fell off really hard. Really? Yeah. Scarlett Johansson in the MCU movies. Chef. Uh, Lost in Translation. Still Chef. Marriage Story. He's just not been into you. She was in that. Which is Welcome coming. back to podcast. <laughs> Cheers, I guess. Huh? Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Welcome back to the podcast. From Moon? From Galaxy Quest, Charlie's Angels, Mr. Right, Moon, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and how this makes him six six appearances. I wow. probably forgot six. one. He's in rarefied air. But did you say Mr. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. That was a suggestion on the other day. It's like, you should watch Mr. Rogers. Like, did I like this? I don't remember. We all liked it. I don't think you loved it. We all liked it. Yeah. You might have maybe ate it. Well, the the trailer. Because what's her name is very annoying. Yeah. What's that? In Mr. Wright, the chick. What's her name? She was very uh, annoying. uh, Sharon Sossaman. No. no. Sharon Sossaman. That's a good one. I can see her face. Shannon's sister. Yeah. She was in the voices, too. Yeah. Yes. Can't also terrible in that. You should kill him. Oh, my God. Bob. And finally. From uh, that Cups movie. What is it called? Welcome back to the podcast. Samuel L. Jackson. From Motherfucker. True, True Romance, Die Hard 3. <laughs> Swat, The Other Guys, Glorious Bastards, and Deep Blue Sea. He is also a six-timer. Unless I miss wow. one, which is awesome. That's a really good list of movies if you take out True Romance. True Romance is a great movie. Swat no, is a good Swat movie. is Swat fantastic. Swat is a great movie. Swat is not no, terrible. Not about great. It's good. Swat like is it. not terrible. I'll watch it if it's on. Unwatchable dribble. Really? Yeah. You're the rest wrong. of them are amazing. I'm never wrong. Always. Oh, I, I think we should watch True, Rom- True Romance again. Okay. Oh, you can watch True Romance again. Every time He's I in it for like five seconds. Every t- yeah, well, a lot of people are. Yeah. Every time I explain it, maybe I was like, my go-to scene for that is, well, you really love the one with Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Like, what's the scene about? Well, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> you kind of got to watch it, <laughs> and hopefully you're very like, well, loose on your. How, how, ba- how easily offended are you? <laughs> yeah. And about the, what? And the Gary Oldman scenes. Everything. Lots of things. The rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best scene in the entire movie is the Gary Oldman scene. I'm kind of They're all the rest terrible. Did a lot of jokes with Dan, if you know. They're all terrible. I know, I'm pretty bad. I know pretty good press is this. They're all terrible. I mean, friends, go back and listen to that shit. It's awesome. <laughs> so, the movie's the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking because I've already seen it. No, I'm pretty. You let me drink. That's your problem right there. Well, the movie starts in Moscow. And There's- your wife, not your mom. There's an ill older man watching the uh, the press conference from the end of the first Iron Man movie, where Tony Stark's announce announces to the world that he is Iron Man. This upsets the Russian man. He calls out for his son Ivan, and then he dies, but leaves all of his work and stuff for Ivan. Ivan screams, runs into the workshop, pulls out the arc reactor blueprints. That was this shows Howard Stark and on Anton Vanko. Crimson Dynamo. Des- designed. Was he the Crimson Dynamo? Yes. It's Crimson Dynamo and Whiplash. 
Well, Ivan Banco is a com- combination of the Crimson Dy- Dynamo and Whiplash. I mean, the comics. In the comics, I believe no. he's Crimson Crim- Dynamo. He's the Crimson Dynamo. But they Dynamo. took the powers of Whiplash. I think that the only plot hole in this movie is in this opening sequence where he's so upset with his father's death that he decides to build a tiny arc reactor. Like, you would think he would already be working on that. No, maybe. Or already care. Or his father's obviously been dying for a long time, and you would think that... Maybe he didn't care. I'm just... I'm just saying. I think... Well, he obviously cared so much (laughs) that he became whiplash. Well, he was in prison for a while. If you pay attention to the movie later, they say he was in jail. Russian prison's no fun. I'm just saying. Mickey Rourke went to Russian prison to prep for this movie. You know who doesn't have that level of dedication? Ant-Man. Did he go to prison to prep for his prison scene? No. How do you know? Because no, they didn't mention it. And that's the kind of shit you bring up. Did you read all the <laughs> trivia for Ant-Man? Uh, I don't have that information. So, no. So you don't know that as facts? <laughs> uh, what's his name? Went to my prison. <laughs> Went to but a special do... C prison for his role in Civil they War. They do say that basically this dude was sent to Siberia to yeah. live yeah. out his life in in misery yeah. so you would think that his son kind of grew up knowing this story it's just a little and maybe i'm just saying these, let's just keep yeah. working on it Elaine, Elaine, <laughs> i'm just saying that Elaine's i think right. it, i think it's, it's a, plot hole, it's this a whole, little weird that the whole plot of this movie makes a lot of sense it's a revenge plot and he you know tony stark's got all this money and now he's iron man but mm-hmm. it just there it was a little bit weird they could have had it like he didn't weird. have enough money to buy his medicine or, you know, no, they could have just found a, a little just throwaway a little line to push him a little farther. It's I'm weird just, that he just, just a little bit. living with his dad and he dies. And hey, baby, just a little bit. It's the only plot. Though. So. And it's a tiny one. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading true for Ant-Man for the next few minutes. <laughs> friend, so. Okay. A, a quick forging montage later, Ivan has a version of an, of an arc reactor. Did he knock out a little heart? No. That's no. a Ray Ray. What's her Ray name? Ray Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we cut to uh, six months later. Stark mm-hmm. is armored up, jumps out of the back of a huge cargo plane. Here's it's... a nice piece of information. When Paul Rudd told his nine-year-old son he was going to be Ant-Man, his son said, wow, I can't wait to see how stupid you'll... that'll be. Wow. His own son had no faith in him. That's okay. I don't think he was stupid. I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah. It's excellent. <laughs> jumps out of a cargo plane as ACDC shoot the thrill blares. He does a superhero landing. The New York Stark Expo. And the only person who could have a superhero landing would probably be Iron Man because it's not going to be too hard on you. You got the suit. Oh, I just think those cheerleaders were paid to be Stark girls. Elaine is all about these Stark girls. She went on and on about the Stark girls. And... <laughs> the Starkettes. <laughs> the Iron Maidens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's what they should be called. <laughs> Large crowd is watching it there. as a dozen cheerleaders dressed as sexy Iron Men dance. Iron Maidens. Iron Maidens dance in the background. <laughs> Suit disengages and Stark steps out in his trademark suits. After congratulating himself on how far he's come and how he's responsible for world peace, he throws it to his old an old recording of Howard Stark. Mm-hmm. Howard talks about how bright the future will be thanks to technology, and backstage Tony pulls a Stark medical scanner, checks his blood, and the LCD reads that his blood toxicity is at nineteen percent. I don't understand why he was at the Stark Expo. It's the Stark Expo. It's his company. But it's not like they've been having this every year. 
They, there was no mention start? about the Stark act. And, no. and then he just does the dance and he walks off. Like, what the fuck is this whole point? It's like he's the World's just, Fair. He's just opening up. He's a figurehead. I feel like <laughs> having the Stark Expo at the end makes sense. Like, if it was this thing, that this big presentation, then he doesn't go because he's a crazy person and then he does go and then whatever. But, like, there's this little bit of a Stark... Like, how often do they hold this Expo? Every two months? Once a year. Sean Bean, Chris <laughs> Brosnan, and Gary Oldman were considered for the role of Hank Pym. I would accept Sean Bean who? Pierce Here. Brosnan and Gary Oldman. I'd like Pierce Brosnan. I'd go with any of those. Yeah. There was no wrong choice in that. Afterwards, Tony makes his way out. He signs some autographs. We get a Stan Lee cameo. And he makes it to his car where Kate Mara, Sue Storm, mm-hmm. is waiting to I'm serve sorry, him. I'm sorry, she's not Sue Storm. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, she's never... She Olivia, never Munn, Olivia Munn was there, too. She was Psylocke. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of sneaky stuff going on. She we don't acknowledge some... that before, and you know it. <laughs> I mean, we have to. Nope, we don't. That's it a... was a movie. It was made. Somebody <laughs> paid them money to be in that movie. That's true. I'd have been paid money to not be in that movie. Like, Dog. <laughs> she had a real iced tea moment, and she was like, yeah, I'm going to take this money. Is because this a Tank Girl than... reference? Yes. <laughs> no, and John watched the other day. You did not watch Tank Girl. Ten things, no, oh. Ten Things didn't go by Tank Girl. <laughs> I got 1% excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it coming back around? No, no, not at all. Never. That movie's trash. <laughs> all right. So she's waiting to serve him a subpoena for the Senate Arms Service Committee. We pick up. In he D- doesn't like to be handed things. No, he doesn't. We pick up in D.C. Senator Gary Shandling is trying to discuss <laughs> with Stark uh, what are his rights to own extraordinary Hell and dangerous Andrew. tech. Tony just keeps blowing him off with quips. Stark says he and Iron Man are one, so you can't take it. The senator calls. Then I would be an indentured servant. Yeah. Or a prostitute, depending on your, your state's definition. The senator calls Justin Hammer, Sam Rockwell, in as an expert witness. Hammer says that these. Al Pacino was considered for this role. No. Nah. It would have been what? terrible. <laughs> he wouldn't understand it. Yeah. Well, if Sam Rockwell was considered for the role of Iron Man. That would have been good. Which I would have enjoyed I would have that accepted that. immensely. I would have liked, way liked Sam Rockwell better than Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Everybody's like, Tom Cruise would have been Iron Man, been awesome. I'd go with any of those. <sighs> Sam Rockwell would have made it cool. I never, I never count Tom out, because he's a weird dude, but every once in a while, he'll he's do some crazy actor. shit. Can we talk about the mummy again? Yeah. He's an excellent actor. He's so good in it. He, you know what he was great in? Maverick. If you haven't seen that, go see that. That movie is fantastic. It is a good movie. I mean, Top Gun Maverick. Maverick is a Mel Gibson movie from the 90s. Actually, see that too. It's great. <laughs> that movie is great. It has Mel Gibson and James Carter in it. No, I meant Top Gun Maverick. Hammer says that these suits are being... You know who's great in Maverick? Miles Teller. You know what else he was in? The Fantastic Four. He's actually great in something? Because I can't stand him. His mustache is fantastic. Well, if you like pedophiles. Hammer says that these suits... You mean a trash dash? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely trash a trash dash. dash. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen The Gray Man yet? The no. Gray Man? No, not I heard yet. it was terrible. I wanted to watch oh, it. Oh, no, it's not terrible. Look, I told it's a you. It's by-the-numbers action flick, and you'll enjoy it. It has really? a low Metacritic, but the Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is high. People are enjoying it. I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes See, is. the problem people have with it is they don't have, you know, there's, there's no agenda to the movie. It's just a... They're not trying to push anything in here of this or these people. No, like, this is the movie. This is this character. This is this character. He's good at this. She's good at this. Go. When does uh, Samaritan come out? 
Uh, August, I want to say. That looks terrible. Why would anybody want to see Stallone be an old superhero? With a sledgehammer. I mean, everybody... I kind of want to see that. Now, everybody... Oh, I'm going to watch it. I don't have any problem with somebody wielding a sledgehammer. That's actually awesome. It's the only good part of uh, stupid that stupid movie I hate. This is a sledgehammer fight. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. stupid movie I hate. I'm sorry, I don't know what movie we talk about. You do there too. is no stupid movie oh. with, the, with the sledgehammer fight. It's the only great part. Sledgehammer fight. I know a movie with a, a great movie with a sledgehammer fight. That can't be the same thing you're talking about. You're right, it can't. But it did have Diane Lane in it and a cool ass sledgehammer oh. fight. Streets of Fire? That's yes. Right. Very That's good. what I was thinking. Yeah. Good job, Carly. Very I good agree Carly. with Elaine. I <laughs> But oh, like, never mind. Not good, Carl. I'm just saying. <laughs> you have weird earrings. Look, I do. <laughs> she's got this weird metal thing going all the way down to her neck. It's called a threader. Um, <laughs> Is she the super threader? No. Did she get some TGRI splashed on her? No. Oh. But, but, but nobody wants to see Stallone be an old Superman. Now, Tony wants not an old Superman, Batman but movie. Superman. So, like, well, Batman Beyond would be awesome. Tony but it's likes the idea of the old superhero, Logan. <laughs> Batman no. Beyond. Well, Logan was old the first time. Batman Beyond him. is different, though. But old Superman isn't out there, or Batman, excuse me, isn't out there being super. He's like the guy in the chair. Because in X-Men, you barely walk. In That's X-Men true. 1, Logan was already over 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but his adamantium fucks him up, so. It's poisoning him. So yeah. if he just... Takes it out, he'll be fine. That will hurt. It's not poisoning him. Corn syrup is poisoning him. Mm-mm. Corn syrup is poisoning everybody else. The animantium is killing him. No, Anyways. but if the corn syrup wasn't poisoning him, then his body would heal the animantium and he wouldn't be having a problem. That's debatable. <laughs> the corn syrup does uh, cancel immune power, so. I don't know how much Coke and. He got Coco shot. Crisps. He got shot in the head, and his body expelled the bullet. So if he wasn't eating corn syrup, then his body would just be constantly healing the damage of the adamantium. That was a long time ago. That was like twenty years ago. <clears throat> that was. Let's a long not. Time ago. Let's not pick into the X Men movies. <laughs> they were making a Statue of Liberty into a mutant making machine in the first. <laughs> so, That's and fine. Then do be facts. This is the second time the Statue of Liberty saved New York. <laughs> You talking about Ghostbusters 2? I fucking am. (laughs) All right. Well, look. Hammer says that these suits are being made all around the world anyway. And Stark and Jarvis break into the Senate's Hammer's presentation. They hack the planet. Yeah, very good. So how do they get... So he has an overview satellite picture. Mm -hmm. Tony Stark hacks the the planet and now gets a camera view from the side. (laughs) Well, I guess Jarvis is helping him. (laughs) How the hell do they do that? Because there was more than one camera? Evidently. I don't know. Maybe he just hacked Hammer's system, and it there was also this footage of Hammer being an idiot. Sure. I but also wish I like they... Tony's like, everybody's like five years away, five, ten years away, Hammer Industries, 20. <laughs> yeah, all over around the world, these countries are trying to make Iron Man suits, and they're all terrible. It reminds me of the, uh, the scene in RoboCop 2 when they make the other Robocops Mm -hmm. and the one just pulls his head off and shoots himself and screams. Good times. Robocop. I I don't remember that. You remember that? When they make the other Robocops Mm -mm. and they're all terrible and and kill themselves. And the only one that they got to actually become a Robocop was the Mm -hmm. The drug. drug, (laughs) Or what was the name of the drug they did? Cane. Or no. uh, Ice. Fire? Nitro? I don't know. Ice. Wasn't that the drug in Harley-Davidson and the Mark? Yes. 
I forget what the fuck it was called. It was something like that. That was Crystal Dream. Thank you. Um, you put it in your eyes, and it tells you lies. Crystal Dream. No, right. it, was, it was Narc. Narc. Was it Narc? Narc. Narc. Nuke. It was Nuke. Nuke. That's what it was. It was Nuke. <laughs> And the, and the king Could have been any of them as far as No, it was Nuke. It was Nuke. I like how we started with Ice, though, because Ice and Nuke sound exactly the fucking same. Ice was the drug in um, Showdown in Little Tokyo. I don't remember wow. that. Be it. Oh. Wow, that's a hell of a pull. Mm-hmm. With Dolph Lundgren and Brandon <laughs> Lee. And you may see that on the podcast. It's in my reserve pile. Yes, oh, yeah. We're never getting to your reserve. And Tia Carrero. She's great in Wayne's World. No. Also, what was it? Crow? No. <laughs> Cole? Not, Cole the, not Crow. Cole the Conqueror? She was like six when Crow came out, I think. Yeah. She was also great in True Lies. Yeah, which, well, everybody was great in True Lies. Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this for the podcast. Nope. It made a billion dollars in like a 97% Metacritic. The senator calls James Rhodes, Colonel James Rhodes. I love this introduction. Who has yes, written, it's me. Get over it. Has written a lengthy report about the Iron Man armor, but the senator only wants him to read select pieces out of context to strengthen his own argument. Because that's how government works. Yeah. Afterwards, Tony says, look, he might consider accepting a position as Secretary of Defense if he changed the hours a little bit. In the comics, Tony Stark becomes Secretary of Defense. True that. I would never make Tony Stark Secretary And Director of the Shield. A, yes, those are bad, both bad decisions. I yes. would not do that. That seems terrible. Mm. Especially this early Tony Stark. He's a very different. He, the Tony Stark in Iron Man one, two, and even three is very different than Endgame Tony Stark, or Civil War Tony Stark. His character change is enormous. He's very impulsive. He does his thing called an arc. <laughs> Reactor? Yes, it's very reactionary. Um, that was good. Come on, you liked it. I'm just saying his. He did not evolve, but he did a 180. His character changed. A huge amount. Well, it was a long time later. It was like 10, at least 10, 15 years later. And he had a kid, married Pepper. Just saying. A lot of changes. Stark ends all this with, you want my property, but you can't have it. But I did you a big favor. I privatized world peace. The courtroom cheers and Stark rolls out. I tried to play ball with these ass clowns. I'm pretty sure people don't cheer at Senate meetings. Huh. They do when it's over because God, they're bored. Yeah. So Ivan is watching this on TV. You ever watch a filibuster? That's amazing. It's like, what is oh, he saying? <laughs> that motherfucker's just talking. <laughs> and he checks his arc reactor and what he's building. He basically makes lightsaber whips. Which is pretty Dumb. cool. No, cool. You need some armor with them. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Well, if it touches you, you die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it tore a car in half. Back at... So uh, you want some armor. Casa de Stark, Tony's drinking more and more green goop to counteract his palladium blood poisoning. Apparently he's stopped the metal shards from killing him, but it's only delayed his death, and the more he uses his Iron Man suits, the arc reactor cores are poisoning his blood. Now 24%. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Taking her sock off halfway. Oh. <laughs> he needs to find another base metal. Palladium works, but burns out too quick. And it's poisoning it. This is how you know he's a billionaire. That shit's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know Especially the, the piece that he uses. Yeah, do you know the going rate of gold? Yeah, like quadruple that, and that's palladium. Jarvis says he's tested every known metal, metal in existence, and none of them will hold up. Blue patterns are starting to appear on his skin, surrounding his arc housing in the middle of his chest. 
Pepper comes in to talk to him about his business. Tony's you, not interested, and he finally gets tired of oh, arguing with her. She comes in and is like, you can't sell these paintings. They're our collection. He's like, oh, actually, no, I bought them. Well, she curated them. Doesn't make it yours. <laughs> but it... It's, it's a lot of it, work she did, though. It makes perfect sense. I don't, care how, much, I don't care how much work you did on the collection. It ain't got shit to do with you. And he's throwing it, it in the toilet, basically. It doesn't mean that she... <laughs> he's she donating it to the Boy Scouts of America. She doesn't... a tax write-off. Okay. She doesn't have any right to this stuff, but her anger about it makes 100% perfect sense. Yeah, you work hard at your job? Yes. And if they decide to make a change without consulting you... And I... Then you get mad. Then I get serious. <laughs> um, I have been known more than a year later to still rant about the dress code change at yes. my fucking job. Yeah. Or the kids on the escalator. So Pepper gets... That's what that kid fucking gets. <laughs> he finally gets tired of arguing and says, Pepper, you are now the CEO of Stark Enterprises. Which seems like a really bad idea. I get that she was his personal secretary and probably knows the internet of the business very well. He doesn't care. Um, there's a board of directors. <laughs> they're never going to prove her. Is there a board of directors? Yes, they're a publicly traded company. Is it a publicly traded company? They keep talking about the stock price. Okay. So Pepper's stunned and they drink champagne. In Russia, Ivan meets a man in a dark alley to procure false passports and etc. He gets that a couple was, tickets uh, to... in the Ten Rings who gave the passport. Oh, uh, was he? Yeah. That's what John Favreau said. He said that guy was in the Ten Rings. That way the Ten Rings is in every one of the Iron Fleets. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and um, Shang-Chi. Who was in the first one? That, um, the that group that kidnapped him? Oh, that yeah, that's right. Ranks. That's right. I forgot. I, why are you yelling at me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to later. Happy and Stark are sparring in a boxing ring. Pepper is trying to get Tony to come and sign the powers transfer order. Said, I won't ask you to sign up your company again. Just come over here and do this. That's a good line. But he's ignoring her to fight with Happy. Well, he's in the middle of working out. Attractive young redhead appears to help Pepper with their paperwork. Tony sees her and is... Step into the church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tells her to get into the ring. Notice of the church. Yeah. And I like how Favreau's giving her shit. You ever spar before? She's like, yep. <laughs> but like yoga booty ballet. I'm like, she's about to fuck you up, dude. <laughs> she, says she's, she says she's Natalie Rushman, but even I think at this point, everybody knew she was Black Widow. Tony tells Happy to train her. Tony starts talking to... Pepper about how he's going to need a new assistant and he thinks like Rush Rushman is the gal to get on his staff. <laughs> he stalks her online for a bit. innuendo there? Yeah. He stalks her online a bit for at Pepper's dismay. Pepper's Happy. like, this is going to be a lawsuit, dude. Calm yourself. Happy throws a light jab at her. I Widow won't. catches it and throws him to the ground, submits him. Tony signs the papers. Widow leaves and Tony says, I want one. Pepper says, no. No. <laughs> We cut to Mon- uh, Monaco. They're having a Grand Prix, and Stark has a car sponsored in the race. Tony went behind Pepper's back and made Widow his assistant anyway. Because Tony Stark. Yeah. Pepper's furious, but hides. Guys named Tony do whatever they want, right, Carly? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, regardless of whether or not he's. She was like, no. <laughs> I would say because he probably offered her enough money, plus she's there to spy on him, so she would yeah. say yes regardless. Of course regardless. she's going to agree, yeah. yeah. But all he has to do you is know, offer enough money to be It, it works the plot really well. Pepper is furious, but hides it in front of the crowd and chats up Elon Musk. Tony and Pepper head to the bar, but Justin Hammer intrudes. And this is like my one of my favorite parts is it's him it's it's Hammer and Christine from the first Iron Man mm-hmm. and Tony and Pepper. So it's kind of like this 
the mirror of them. Mm-hmm. The hammer says, uh, she you know, quite the spread. You know, Christine here, she's doing a big spread on hammer on me. And she goes, and Pepper goes, she did a big spread on Tony last year. And Tony goes, and she wrote a story. <laughs> and then Pepper goes, I'm going to go wash. <laughs> I mean, if she wants to sleep with guys. <laughs> It was just a really good line. Hammer's, Hammer's trying to get a slot. She sleep story, with women too. who are doing stories on you, though. We've yeah, learned this. Not a good idea. Go back and watch our uh, episode, Thank You for Smoking. Yep. Yeah. Hammer wants to get into Stark Expo, and Tony says, if you ever make anything that works, I will be sure to get you a slot. And then he walks away, and as he's leaving, he tells Christine, hey, give Hammer a slot. Tony finds his blood toxicity has increased to 53% now, so he decides, fuck it, he's going to race the Stark car in the Grand Prix. Which really pisses off the drivers. (laughs) Yeah, we see the the escort, the very frustrated original driver, and Tony jumps in. Hammer Hammer and Pepper are watching, and they're like, wait, what? Hammer has some pot? Yeah. The race starts, one of the track crew walks out onto the race course, and he powers up. His safety suit burns off of him, revealing that it's Ivan Vanko. He uses his arc yes. whips to... Which, s- he's not fireproof. I know. Shouldn't he be... It should have burned him a little bit. It should have burned him a little bit, yeah. And that would have been cool. He's Ivan Vanko. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He uses his I arc mean, whips obviously. to slice up the race cars as they approach, leaving a huge mess. Tony approaches, he slices his car to pieces. He crashes and Tony gets out. Happy and Pepper drive onto the track and Phantom with the football. With the football. Ivan tries to hit Tony, but he manages to dip and dodge away. Happy rams Ivan into a wall. And Tony says, Will you hit me for him or me? Because I can't tell. <laughs> Which he should just be, Thank God you hit him. Where's the football? It's his first vacation I've had in two years. Ivan cuts the Rolls Royce up, but Tony gets his. his and no, no. John has a big problem with As Pepper he's here. yelling, Give me the case. Pepper freaks the fuck out and can do nothing but put her hands up in front of her face and yell for a good minute. Well, she's not trained or combat ready or anything. Really? Because later in the movie, she comes over. Okay. Yeah. She's kind of, you know. Later in the movie, she's, you know, Billy Big Bollocks. (laughs) Yes, because she thinks she, because she's always in charge and she's ordering the cops around like they would listen to her. Yeah, that's one way to get your ass arrested. (laughs) And be like, I need you to do this. You need to leave. No, you need to do this. You need to... No, you're going to jail. Ivan cuts the rolls up and Tony suits up. They fight. Iron Man wins. Uh, but does he? Ivan laughs as he's dragged away. <laughs> you lose. Tony wipes <laughs> the blood off of his face and scans the duplicate arc reactor. You lose. The crowd is shocked at the devastation, except Hammer, who gets a wonderful, awful idea. We cut to the French he's, prison. You got his Peter Tingle. Yeah, he did. I really want to see more evil Justin Hammer. I'm sad he that really we don't get more back. of that. He was in All Hail the King. I didn't see that. That was a Marvel short with Mandarin. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. We cut to a French prison. Stark wants to see this man in person. So they meet. Tony says Ivan's arc reactor isn't bad. He could use some tweaks, and he could have sold it to for a good payday. Uh, black market, North Korea. He said, where did it come from? Ivan explains that his father helped Tony's father design it. Tony says, unlikely. Ivan says that Starks are murderers, and like all murderers, they're trying to rewrite their history to be more favorable. Tony's like, well, you had your shot and you missed. And Ivan said, well, did did I? I? (laughs) 
If you make God bleed, he's no longer... If you make God bleed, yeah, no longer be worshipped. And the sharks will come. Hey, Tony, bleed him in the chest. Bad way to die. Yeah, basically. He laughs. Tony leaves. On the Stark jet, Pepper watches the fallout from the news. Stark's name is tarnished. And Tony makes Pepper breakfast. Pepper knows something is wrong. <laughs> Take a man for three hours. <laughs> he wants to cancel his special birthday party. And I'll just go jet hopping around the earth with just him and Pepper but Pepper says no I have to take care of this big mess for the company that's what my I job mean, you is you made me in charge of this company it's a full time job and she, he says well you can give yourself a vacation good on her for being like no yeah. <laughs> somebody breaks Ivan out of jail stuffs him in a van he was it, already kind of breaking out of jail was he? big shocker it's Justin Hammer he was sitting there and the guy brought him a plate and the mashed potatoes were C4 he wasn't really breaking out of jail. <laughs> he was sitting on a bed. <laughs> Hammer has lunch with Ivan, whining and dining. He says that uh, he has tons of resources, which is what Ivan lacks. He needs help ruining Stark. Ivan is down under one, one condition. I want my bird. Exactly. Hey, I want my bird. Is, that is a, this a bird, a bird in Russia? Russia? Or? <laughs> hey, you, get you 50 hey, birds. I want my bird. So in the trivia, that was Mickey Rourke's bird. Yeah, no, he, he bought, bought it. the bird. It was his bird. Supposedly, like most of this character was Mickey Rourke. Yep. And they kept telling him to cut it back and cut it back, and he was real pissed. He did all this research and paid for all of this stuff and did yeah. all these things. And Favreau was like, "All right, they're like, dude, we don't really care that much about. <laughs> like, you're the villain. And he's, Marvel villains, they're not deep. And he's and Mickey Rourke his credits. Like, look, I want this to be an actual character where people will sympathize. And with that's it. why and this there had is the be, best Iron Man movie. And, they did that with Thanos, and, and had, it worked. And it had to be a... I was telling Carly, because she was like, I don't really know much about Mickey Rourke, and I was like, he's kind of the opposite of Robert Downey Jr. Like, they both were really big deals in the 80s. They both kind of fell into drugs, and they both kind of became terrible. But Stark... Or Stark. But Junior, Downey Jr. pulled himself out, and Mickey Rourke didn't. But then he got the wrestler, and he was supposed to win the Academy Award, and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And then he fell into more drugs and plastic surgery and stuff. So it's kind of... You can see how he would want to be, oh, fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s making these Iron Man movies, and he's become this big thing. I'm going to bring my A-game, too, but then they didn't care. I don't care. think it had anything to do with Robert Downey Jr. I think it had to do with Mickey Rourke. I mean, yes, he had a lot of alcohol and drug problems, but he's actually a good actor, and he cares about the roles that yeah. he takes. Whereas this was like Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback movie, or Iron Man is his comeback role. Mm -hmm. But... Like, he, I don't think he cared about it the way... Like, he didn't know it was going to be his comeback role. And, like, in this movie, maybe he cared more than he did in the first movie, but he was just doing a movie. Whereas Mickey Rourke cares about all his characters. You notice Elaine's looking at herself in the mirror while she's doing all this talking? Nope. So Elaine's talking to herself. That's right, because I'm the only one that listens. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing with my hair. Back at... Uh, I know. Back at Stark's place, Pepper and Widow are trying to minimize uh, damage that every that has happened uh, talking to the media and various institutions Rhodey shows up he wants to see Tony Tony's downstairs uh, learning everything he can about Ivan Bonk or Bonko Bonko go on more black switches out his palladium core this was in your body yeah Rhodes is chewing trying to chew Stark's ass out Giving him a bunch of shit about how, look, the government's going to take your tech and all that kind of stuff. And and finally, he sees that Tony is struggling and uh, 
shifts gears and tries to, tell, to help him out. He says, uh, you, you know, you don't have to do this by yourself. So Hammer shows Ivan his new R&D factory. He has a bunch of prototype Hammer suits. Um, he wants to make copies of the Iron Man suits, but Ivan instantly breaks into his system. He starts typing. He's like, we're going to use some encrypted passwords. Don't worry about that. Can we get him some encrypted passwords? And he breaks in. Never mind. He says all of your te all of your software is crap. But software can, is shit. But he can improve it, and they laugh. He says software is shit. <laughs> he says it in Russian first. Tony's, Tony's work does not know about computers. He's, he yeah, just, of course not. Like most people are just typing. Yeah. <laughs> and they added the other shit in later. Tony's getting dressed. Uh -huh. I like your shirt, friends. I just noticed that. <laughs> it was a gift. <laughs> Tony's getting dressed for what in all possibility is his final birthday party. And he looks at his inflamed chest. And the watch that he wears. The Jaeger? Same one that, uh, well, same brand that Doctor Strange wears. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. What? Widow comes in and helps him accessorize. You're going look like, why would you even bring that up? Because it's cool. The official watch of Marvel. Georges Lacouch. I'm sorry, what now? That's how you say it. I think you were talking about an STD in French. Could be. We also call it a Jaeger because it's pronounced J-A-G-E-R. Uh, Tony asks, I guess we'll call her Widow, if this was your last birthday, what would you do? He said, I, she says I would do whatever I wanted to with whomever I wanted to do it so with. So she's looking at his bruise, touching it. Where are you from again? Legal. <laughs> yeah, he, she puts some concealer or whatever on his face to cover because he's got bruises and stuff from the fight. See, she's Russian as well, but has a good American accent. Why is that? Because she's an expert linguist. That's and spy. right. That's right. She's a cunning linguist. Also in the... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> also in the trivia childhood to well, be able to blend into any I don't environment. Even know about all that, but oh, we cut to Tony in his Iron Man suit. Yeah, at no point does Natasha Romanoff speak Russian in this movie when the bad guy is Russian. That yeah. seems like a very missed opportunity. That would have no come one... in handy when they were like, "What are you speaking? Have you tried Russian? I got this." Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cooler if she knew something about him or helped. You know, I'm sure if it ever brought, hey, you know, Ivan Vanko, heard of him. Yeah. So we cut to Tony in his Iron Man suit, drunk as shit. Rhodes pulls up. He's talking to someone on his phone that's in charge about the Iron Man. He's being dangerous. He says, don't worry, I'm going to take care of it. Pepper comes over and talks to Rhodey. She said she's tried to shut this party down, but he is not listening. Uh, Tony accidentally blasts a window with his arc reactor. I mean, his repulsor. And people in the crowd start getting all excited and throwing champagne up in the air and he starts blasting it. Drunk she wants Iron the Gallagher. Very Why dangerous. would anybody think this is a good time? Drunk people at a party. Yeah. But they're not all blasts. drunk. And the worst part is the DJ, DJ AM, mm -hmm. died shortly after this. Did he really? Yeah. Mm. Then they Gold bring out steam. a watermelon. <laughs> to beat my buddy's ass to. He says she wants the Gallagher. Well, people don't get the Gallagher. Like, well, because he's a comic from the he's 80s. He's a prop comic from the 80s who smashes things with a hammer. He was the greatest prop comic ever. Do you know well, who Gallagher is, Carly? I know of But he's funny. But not until you guys were talking about it. Like, I don't hear the name Gallagher and think, oh, that guy. <laughs> really? I do. I think of this giant The guy with couch. the skullet and the mallet. That's right. Really yeah. And then there was Gallagher, too, was his brother. Tried to take his show from him. It's not good. No. 
So Rhodes goes downstairs. You gotta, you gotta shoot your shot. And puts on his silver, the Mark suit, that later becomes War Machine, and uh, comes back up to shut the party down. Tony tells the DJ, Give me a beat to whip my body's ass to. Yeah. And they start wrecking Tony's house. Doom, doom. Another one bites the dust. They smash each other all over, wrecking the place, and then they finally both repulsor each blast each other like the Obi Wan Anakin force thing. Uh, no, it's more like Big Trouble Little China between Lopan and um, Egg Shen. Well, that too. They're all the same. <laughs> no, because Lopan and Egg Shen is real magic. And Obi-Wan and Anakin, that's just make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look okay. at Elaine in the, in the mirror and go, seriously? <laughs> then give me facts. John Rhodes. was looking at me so seriously like what the fuck is she going to say <laughs> that's just make believe yeah. Rhodes leaves with the suit I got nothing <laughs> to give to the government uh, and that way they will get off of Tony's ass for a little while next morning Tony's fighting his hangover at Randy's Donuts Nick Fury shows up sir can you please step out of the donut and I've been to Randy's Donuts when I was in California yeah, and I saw Randy's good? Donuts I was like yes they were all right. Okay. I mean, they weren't bad. I prefer Duncan. Nick Fury reveals that... Except for uh, Glazed. Natalie Rushman... Chris McCreen, come on. ...is actually Black like Widow. Glazed. Tony says... You're like, what? I don't like Krispy Kreme Glazed Donuts. I like them when they're fresh. Hot and fresh? Warm. Oh, so The problem good. with those, you need like six of them. <laughs> yeah, because they just melt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan has better donuts. They do, except for the hot, fresh glazed. I don't like Duncan's glaze, but they're like jelly and powder. I think their glazed is better than Krispy (laughs) glazed, even the hot and fresh. Although nothing smells better than a Krispy Kreme with the hot and fresh sign on. I kind of want donuts. We had some. We ate the last of them today. But they had to buy one, get a dozen glazed for a buck. And I brought home two dozen donuts, and we just ate them. Over the last three days. <laughs> so you don't want donuts? No. It's a lot of donuts. It is a lot of donuts. For On the way people. here, when it's I was really like, sport. we should bring something for Elaine's birthday. But I don't want more donuts. <laughs> so Fury reveals that Natalie Rushman is actually Black Widow. Tony says, you're fired. Natasha Romanoff. And she's like, that's not up to you. <laughs> so they all know about everything. Tony's poisoning, Vanko's reactor... War Machine being in the government hands, but they need Tony to get his shit together. They give him some lithium dioxide to fight the symptoms of the poisoning. Fury sets him on the path that he should be on, the one Howard Stark wanted him to be on. Stark says that he can't beat the palladium poisoning. No metal he can find or uses can survive it. And they trust our good this sort of thing. He says, you haven't tried them all. So we cut to Hammer. He's brought Ivan, his bird. My bird. Size bird. They got you the bird. It's just a bird that looks yeah. like his bird. Exactly. It's a gray bird. Hammer says, "Look, don't get so attached to things." Then he sees Ivan has changed the designs. So hey, now along, they are no longer they're no longer manned suits. They're more drones now. Drone better. Make people make problems. People make problems. Hammer says, "No, I want suits. The government wants suits." And Ivan tells him, "Hey, man, don't get so attached to things." Hammer's <laughs> pissed, but he's kind of stuck because. He's the only one Because he can't do it. Yeah, this is his best shot. (laughs) So Rhodes shows his commanding officer the suit. His CO tells him to get it ready for Hammer to evaluate. And Rhodes is like, "Uh, no. And he's like, "Uh, yeah. 
you don't have a choice. Hammer's upgrading all of the weapon systems and everything because it's going to be shown at the Stark Expo. Mm -hmm. By the way, that's an order. Yes, sir. Fury and Stark hang out at Stark's house for a little bit with Coulson. We'll learn more about him from, you know, Avengers. Fury explains that he knew Howard Stark and that Tony was too young to fully understand who Howard Stark was. He was a founding member of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that the arc reactor is a prototype, not a final product, which is why he never used it. They don't use it everywhere. He explains that Ivan Vanko was a criminal. And Tony's been so wrapped up in his fame and superhero stuff that he hasn't continued to refine the arc reactor. So now Coulson is here with the other agents and they're going to guard him. And he's not to leave the premises until he fixes his palladium problem. They give him uh, control of Howard Stark's old lab books and all that kind of stuff and cut off his outside communications. At the base, Hammer goes to his suits. Uh, well, is it my birthday? Rhodes takes the arc reactor out so he can't see what that is. But uh, he goes through all different types of weapons. <laughs> we're going to do this, we're going to use I'm that. The Spacho, <laughs> the torso taker, the Widowmaker. Yeah. This is it, baby. This is the Gahibas. He has this super mm -hmm. special missile. And then, uh, so evidently, was, Ulysses was written in crayon. Yeah, he started going <laughs> blind and crazy at the end. So that line about make Ulysses like it was written in crayon, yeah. I read it to you. It's like, well, Ulysses was written in crayon. I've yeah. never read Ulysses. Have you, Elaine? You read things. Yes, I actually have. A long time ago. Any good? School. Wow. I don't remember <laughs> Mm, last thing I read is from a guy named Tony Logan. Yikes, that guy sounds terrible. He's great. He's my favorite author. I was going to say actor, but that too. <laughs> no, it's not. He, um, Hammer goes... Just don't book him for a convention. What? <laughs> Hammer goes, okay, so so what do we take? Which ones do you want? He goes, I want all of them. He's like, oh, shit. Okay. Back at Starks, he's going through his dad's old stuff. He finds the arc reactor blueprints, complete with Anton Vanko's name on them. And uh, he looks at some old film recordings. He's had the, has them on in the background as he reads through Tony's or Howard's notes. My favorite one about is the Tesseract. Wanna, for all of us here, Stargazers, I want to show you my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very '60s because he's just sitting here drinking, and I love his suit. I love that '60s suit style. With this, it looks good. Uh, Howard has a hidden message in one of the reels about how Tony's his greatest creation and that and I'm a prisoner of my time I can't do this only you have the knowledge it's like bitch it's the same stuff in the world well he doesn't have jargon technology has moved a lot we can make we can make uh, molecules they couldn't you know I mean if you, you judge it by days I mean but they were fucking making vibranium but shields did he know for sure that that would be a possibility for Tony no no, no. This, but is, he this, had, is a, this is a hell of a plot the technology that work. S.H.I.E.L.D. had was way advanced for their yeah. time, though, because that's when Ant-Man... Like, you had Henry Pym, Hank Pym, Hank. making tiny people. And if you look through that book that Tony has there, there's the Tesseract yeah. in that motherfucker. Yeah. Which is where the arc reactor comes from. Right. So, all of a sudden, um, you're not a prisoner of your fucking time, dude. You could have did it. Um, but it is, it's more convenient for Tony to be the hero, not Howard. Well, of course. Because later on, Howard's going to run into a guy he meets named Howard as well. But his name is Howard Potts. <laughs> well, somehow because Tony... Because a bitch and took his wife's name. <laughs> somehow Tony leaves. Which, it's okay because it's Tony Stark. But if any other man took his wife's name, you would think he was a bitch. Howard Stark. No, Tony does not take his wife's name. How do you know? 
He's Tony Stark. He clearly told him his name is Howard Potts. He also said his name is Howard. He didn't want to say hi. My name is Howard Stark. Because guess what? Like, that's my name too. That's like John Jacob Jingleheimer's name. Yeah, well, his name is is my name too. He could have said my name was Tony Stark. Anthony Potts. He could have said his name was Bruce Banner. It doesn't matter. He could have said his name was the Groshen Master. Well, Hank Pym would have been bad because, like, we have a guy here named Hank Pym. He likes ants. (laughs) He likes ants. So, somehow Tony leaves the grounds anyways and goes to see to talk to Pepper. She's not in the mood for his shenanigans and kicks him out. He goes to work. But uh, some of Tony Howard's stuff is still in the office. Tony looks at it. It's a complete 3D model of the layout of the Stark Expo that his dad built. He sees it, something in it, takes it home, and has Jarvis copy it in 3D wireframes. And wouldn't it have been easier for Howard to draw a little diagram in one of his books that said, To Tony, figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to spend millions. <laughs> well, he may not want fucking shields all in it, you know. I don't know. Well, if he discovered a new element, but he couldn't synthesize it, or thought he did, then it would be kind of in... It would be kind of fun. So to... why would you not want S.H.I.E.L.D. to know? Like, hey, I'm the smartest well, guy in the world. I can't figure this out. It depends. It depends. Because there's two ways of... There's two thoughts on this. Of what I can find. Most people think that it's vibranium. But they... And, and in the novelization of the book, whatever that matters, it's vibranium. Mm-hmm. But they say later that it doesn't quite match... Mac, make sense that it's vibranium or whatever, but... Because okay. they already had some vibranium. Well, they used it all to make the S.H.I.E.L.D., though. Yeah, but so he knows it exists, he, and so therefore he's like, look, there's, there's a metal you can use. I don't have any. Here's the molecular structure of it. Maybe you can make it, but we made it all into this fucking disc, and we lost it in the, uh, Antarctica. And then dipshit fucking lost it. But he it. has it. But he has a shield. He doesn't have the shield. He the has shield. a shield. He has like a, a, no, the shield's in ice. That's just a prototype bullshit. No, then he needs the actual metal. Yeah. And the metal's in ice. Because remember they in the movie, it's like, said, well, you see that? Yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> they also said in the novelization, Stark tries to uh, copyright the metal as badassium. <laughs> but the government wouldn't let him. But unobtainium. That's a good yeah. one. There you go. That's my favorite metal. So the answer's been in front of Save him the, the whole universe. time. Molecular structure. So what do you like better, vibranium, unobtainium, or adamantium? Adamantium. Only because of Wolverine, right now. No, because it's the strongest metal. It is the strongest metal. Is adamantium stronger than vibranium? Yes. yes. How do we know that? Because the Just, comics say so. Yeah. <laughs> There's 15 different types of adamantium. We, we, this documented proof. You're talking to me like I am asking ridiculous questions, but I was actually asking. <laughs> but our how justification do we know that? is someone wrote it down in a book. <laughs> no, but I was actually asking how you know that. In and the then comics, you talk down to me like I'm an idiot. And I don't appreciate that because I actually wanted to know how you knew that. Well, in the comics, vibranium isn't technically indestructible, it just absorbs vibrations so mm-hmm. if like hulk punches it there's no energy transfer that's mm-hmm. why it's technically indestructible but you could cut it i guess if you had a most powerful thing but it's, it's really hard to destroy adamantium once it cools is almost literally indestructible mm-hmm. like they can you can nuke wolverine and then you just have hot bones sitting there but nothing happens to the metal so they're it will go through the vibranium, vibranium is cheap is cheaper in, in the comics could you nuke cheaper wolverine adamantium. yeah, yeah they, they did they remember do. he grows no. back no but it, it looks like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Remember they cut off um, Deadpool's head and he grew back. Yeah. I don't think that's how that works. Even in the comics. I know it's it funny. It is, actually. 
It's a comic book, honey. Anything's you know what's possible. It's funny, but I don't even. Like, I don't think that should. No be one really dies. Yeah. It's PG thirty. So the molecular structure is the layout of the buildings. Howard couldn't create elements in 1950s, 60s, but today in 2010, we can. So, and I said the novelization thing, I already said that. Badassium. Tony tears up his house and makes a mini cyclotron, creates badassium, later vibranium, and this makes his reactor complete and apparently tastes like coconuts. Colson leaves. They put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> Colson comes to talk to him and he says he's leaving. Something has happened in New Mexico, the land of enchantment. That's another metal. Uru metal. Yeah, that's totally different. That's magic. Well, that's from a different um, planet. Planet, so. Hammer is golfing with some government brass. He calls Ivan, says, hey, we want to show these guys what we're making, you know, how the drone's coming along. Ivan says, uh, no, they're not ready yet. They'll be ready for the Stark Expo. He says, we can do a demonstration, a presentation. Hammer's pissed and goes to flex on him. Comes back, takes Ivan's bird, locks him up, takes his shoes, says he doesn't need him anymore because now he's got Stark tech. He took his pillows. You don't take a man's pillows. And he takes the bird. He leaves <laughs> two big meatheads to guard him, and Hammer is going to start exploring. And I love the look that Ivan gives these two dudes. Like, I'm about to kill the two of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I don't know where you, you you guys became security guards, but I became a guy in Russian prison. <laughs> yeah. This is about as worse as it gets. I became a man in Russian prison. <laughs> right. I have tattoos on my feet. <laughs> You're dead. Carly has tattoos on her feet. Just one. But it did hurt like a bitch. <laughs> I was say, I have a fact on this. I heard a thing. She told me it really, really hurt. Evidently like a bitch. So Tony gets a call from a block. That's number. why she has it on one foot. <laughs> no, because I think two feet is just too much. <laughs> I don't need to be no, symmetric. You need to put something on the other foot. I don't care. Nope. Well, Tony gets a call. It's a black number, so he assumes it's Colson and starts talking to him. But this no, has the land of enchantment. It's Ivan. Sound pretty sprightly for a dead guy. Alive and coming for Stark. He's, we see that he's killed the guards and has blood all over him. He thank, he says, thanks for the tech advice. He doubled the cycles and it did improve the power. And he's going to avenge his family. He hangs up before Jarvis can trace the call. But they he knows it's in New York City. Tri-state yeah. area. Yeah. So Tony's on. He slaps the new core in, suits so up. He hits the Queens. Yeah. Hopefully someone else is in Queens. Hmm. <laughs> His spider sense is tingling. <laughs> He's not a spider. He is in this movie, though. Yes. They retconned that because fans wanted them to. Yeah, it doesn't make dumb. sense. It ruins the whole timeline. How does it ruin the timeline? When Spider-Man was a little kid, he went to the Stark Expo and ran Iron Man. Cool. Because the math doesn't check out. The math doesn't check out most of MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Those be fast. Also, why would Spider-Man be at the Stark Expo? Well, he's was, a science geek. He's, yeah, he's a science geek. Yeah, really but smart. was it like a field trip? Because he went his with his uncle Ben. Didn't pay for that. They were. He broke. doesn't have an. <laughs> he doesn't have an uncle Ben. He does right now. Uncle Ben dies shortly after this. There is no uncle Ben. He probably dies because these fucking hemorrhoids blowing his fucking. There was place. no uncle Ben in this universe. Oh, there wasn't Uncle Ben when we meet him again. There's no uncle Ben. Aunt May took him. And who makes the rice? Well, so his Pepper, parents might have taken them. They might could have been still alive at this point. Probably was. Pepper and Widow go to the expo. Hammer hosts it now and comes out doing his Sam Rockwell dancing. Evidently, he was just dancing, and they decided they're going to make that part of the movie. Because <laughs> yeah, you got Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell dancing. <laughs> he did it to get into character. But he's dancing like, yep, 
Roll I on know that. Tony Stark isn't in charge anymore because he made Pepper in charge. But right. it is kind of odd that now Hammer is hosting the Stark Expo. He couldn't get a think, slot. I don't think, I don't think he's hosting. I think it's because the government. I think he's the grand finale or whatever. I think, I think they've had other just presenters. He's just, every time you present something, you're in charge. I think his grand. I think he had the grand finale of presentations. There was other presentations, but now this is the grand finale. The Hammer Drones. So Hammer says Stark was selfish. Keeping all his tech to himself, it's not fair. So now he has hammer drones to replace them. And they're going to replace the men and women in war zones so people don't have to be hurt anymore. And his version of the Iron Man suits can run missions. He says they have a set of Air Force drones, Army drones, Marine drones, and Navy. And he presents them in all of the... um the theme songs yeah, for the branches, the theme camo songs. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> <laughs> we see Ivan Vanko is hanging into My favorite the controls. one is Anchors Away, because I know the worst of that one. <laughs> Most of the worst of that one. A few words. I had to learn a word. <laughs> I know the slipping, words. Slipping Most a little the bit. Words. A couple of the words. A word. <laughs> I know the line. I can hum it. I've heard the song. <laughs> Drink to the phone. <laughs> I don't forget that one. So. We used to have to sing it. We went through that tunnel. Help me out here. You did this. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Now, is this the right song? I just know. No. The that's the Marine Corps song. It's the Marine Corps song. And it's the only line I know. But I thought it would be funnier than if I sung Anchors Away. And it was. Because I'm very funny. Someone sleep on the couch tonight. Ooh, wow. Is it you? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm not. He wants his bird. I want my bird. Oh, you don't have a bird. Birds are terrible pets. No, yeah, birds are terrible pets. Oh. They're loud and they smell. That's facts. I've had a few. No, it's them doobie facts. <laughs> that's not how I say it. That's, that's not how I say it. <laughs> Ivan Benko is hacking into control system as Rhodes flies in. He's now heavily armored and dripping with weapons. Tony Stark pops in too. Everyone cheers. Tony asks Hammer where like, Ivan let's, is. Let's not do this now. <laughs> but all the suits uh, go online and start hunting Iron Man. Even War Machine. He says, I'm locked out, I'm locked out. Jarvis tries to hack in, but it's slow going. Amazing, amazingly, the insane damage. No one is shown being killed. Even from glass falling 800 feet down on your head. Pepper charges Hammer, demanding an explanation. He tells her to piss off and to get this bitch out of here. Widow grabs his arm and bends it all the way behind his back. I've been, I've been Vonko. He's Next at my facility. <laughs> I mean, because if Pepper's going to talk mean to you, you're like, yeah, whatever. But if Black Widow grabs you by the arm, it's not good. I'd be willing to talk. She's a super, she's an Avenger. And she will be. Tony drops some hammeroids here and there, <laughs> but there's a lot of them. Elena's not impressed by the Black Widow. Jarvis can't get in. Widow and Happy jump in the car and go after Benko at a Hammer's facility. Then there's the Iron Man Kid Spider-Man thing. If you guys want to talk about that. I think it's dumb, but if you like it, go ahead. I kind of like the fact that, like, oh, hey, that was Peter Parker. Yeah. He like later becomes Spider-Man. And that's it. There's nothing else needs to be there's said. a little kid that shows up wearing an Iron Man toy helmet. And Which Tom is- Holland oh. said that it was... No, John Favreau said. Well, he said first. I think John... Agreed with them or whatever. You said, sure. Retroactive. <laughs> the internet said, like, all right, I that's got to be Spider Man. And then Tom Holland said, yeah, it is Spider Man. And then John Farber said, yes, it is Spider Man. And fucked up the whole Marvel MCU timeline because 
that's just how it goes. But it's not. Yes, yeah, so she was worried about that why time. Why can't it just be? Every other time they fucked up, she was Why can't it just be a cute kid at the expo? Because Actually, it, I had a question for you about Ant Man. Because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Don't they have to wear the suits to be little? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how come in Ant Man they're driving around in the little car with no suits on? Okay, so the reason they have to wear the suits to be little is because they, it. Well, they explain because it like protects your molecules or yeah. whatever. So obviously, these cars have been coated in the same protective stuff that the suits. It's are. just a van, though. That's what I figured, though. But they you couldn't, couldn't put it in any car. These are special cars. It is, but it's not a van. special car. It's just a van. Yeah, later but they started doing think, it to other cars. But they could have treated. You think they treated it? Before I think they, they shrunk treated it? those oh, okay. before they shrank them. Right. What about when they shrink and, and enlarge other things accidentally? Yeah, but they don't care Do they treat if those that. As well? They don't care if the building gets fucked up. But they don't care, yes. They don't care if the building gets fucked up. They don't care if somebody else's car gets fucked up. And they don't care if the, like, it only matters if they're going to be in it. And it messes up the timeline. It only matters if they're going to be in it, which is why I think their cars have been treated. Okay. I just saw that. They never mentioned I saw that when I was jumping around some Marvel stuff. I was like. I thought you had to be in the suits to be little, but they're just driving around in a in a van like it's. I think they have to be in suits to protect themselves. Okay. Tony leans uh, leads the droids away from the expo. Uh, he drops a few more of them on the way, and smashes That's a war machine couple Texas. hundred hey, cars. Hey, looking for this? Oh, sorry, that kills other way. Happy and Widow infiltrate the Hammer Labs. Happy fist fights one of, of the guards and wins. Meanwhile, Widow Black Widow destroys thirteen of them. Ass. <laughs> and he bites his ear. That was funny. Vanko that sees guy, them coming. That happy fights was an American Gladiator. Really? In the remake. Oh, that's cool. The remake of American Gladiators with Hulk Hogan and Layla Ali. That was not good at all. Uh, but Gina Carano did great. I would hope so. So Vanko sees them coming on the cameras, jumps in his suit that he made, and rolls out. Widow gets to Ivan's computer, gets Rhodes back online. So now Rhodes and Tony are back-to-back against the rest of the hammeroids. They work great together, dispatch the droids in spectacular fashion, just in time for Ivan to land. Who's in a full Iron Man suit. Big-ass Iron Man suit, kind of like, what's his name in the first one? Iron Monger. Yeah, what was his name? The dude. Oh, the guy? Yeah. The actor or... No, no, the character. Um... Can you give me a second name? Hold on. Stan? No. Stan? Fuck. This is Jeff Bridges. Yes, yeah, it Jeff is. Bridges, but... I'll tell you, hold on. This is gonna bug me. I'll tell you, hold on. Hold on. I never forget things, remember? Hold on. Something <laughs> I forgot. Apparently this. There you go. Obadiah Stone. Yeah, Stain. Stain. That's it. I'm sorry. Stain. Yep. Well, you said Stan, and I just have to point out that that was kind of damn close. close. That was fucking <laughs> close, man! Yeah, Chris, pop five for that. Don't lick my hand. Oh, you want to be Sean Archer? You going to get a Sean Archer? No. Yeah. Come on, get a Sean Archer. She tried to bite me. You seen it? I didn't see it. Mm. <laughs> so Ivan shows up, and uh, Rhodes is like, I got this. And he shoots him with the ex-wife. See, and I stand by this was a mistake because that is a long-range weapon, and he used yeah, it about fifty-five feet. Yeah, it would have blown him all the shit. <laughs> well, it didn't work anyway. Yeah. It, it would have worked if it had time to arm itself as it was flying hundreds of miles. Well, it went. <laughs> no, it bounced off him. Oh, did it? It bounced okay. off him and hits the ground, and then Tony goes, "Huh, Hammer Tech?" Yeah. Yep. <laughs> At the expo, the police show up and arrest Hammer. Pepper leads the evacuation plan. All right, I'm I sorry. Guess. Who put fucking Pepper in charge? Well, it's probably her. 
probably her. Pepper that's put not herself how that in works. charge. Stark grounds. No. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It does not matter. It if does police not. show up on Disney's grounds. Yeah, they, then the police going, are in charge. They do. The police no, are in charge. Yeah. They are in charge, yeah. but Disney's going to explain to them. And the police are yeah. going to ignore them. The only thing they're going to tell you is what's the layout. That's it. Like when the, there's a school shooting and the police show up, they're not asking the security guards shit. So they're like, just going to wander around lost in Disney? No, they're going to find out where they're going and go there. And guess who's in charge? The police. Right. They're in not charge, Pepper. but. And Pepper's no, not going to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to do this. And then, no, absolutely not. Like, Pepper's like, well, I'm yeah, going to stay here till all the people stuff. leave. But she is going and to they're going to be like, no, ma'am, you're no. getting in this car leave. right now. But Pepper's not barking orders at anybody. Yeah, that's it's done that she's barking orders, but she will be showing them she is where not stuff gonna, is. Is she the expert of the star? I, I hope. No. There's probably a project there's manager. There's no way that's that she's the expert. No, there's probably somebody. That's their job. There's There's... Uh, probably people that run the stuff. Yeah, Expo, they're running yeah. the stuff. Expo is all but year they, long. They do the, that. But it's the same thing with every cop movie where it's like, hey, I'm I'm the cop that catches the guy, does the investigation, yeah. does the interrogation, does the it's forensics. Just, it's just we don't have enough time to put another character and, in this. And Pepper is terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to argue that. Give me everything you go. Give me everything you know. Go. It's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm Pepper Potts. Exactly. You have a shitty name. Go by Virginia. What's wrong with Virginia Potts? So Ivan does... They say her name is Virginia Pepper Potts. Yeah. Ivan does pretty good against Rhodes and Tony, considering he's fighting two of them. <laughs> and he whips both of them around the throat and brings them down. But Tony remembers the fight that they had with the dual repulsor blast, does that trick against Ivan, and he's in the middle of it. They cross the streams. So it blows them up. They do cross the streams. He's beaten and dying, and he pulls a predator death explosion on them. They leave. Tony grabs Pepper. Ooh, the new Predator movie comes out on August 4th on Hulu. Everything comes out in August, man. Yeah, it's a good month. It's, it's crazy. It's a great month. I don't know if any of it's going to be good, but it all comes out. Yeah, August 4th, is gonna, it's dropping on Hulu, which is a clue that they didn't think it was going to do well in theaters. Uh. <laughs> That's so. Jessica's birthday. Happy birthday to my sister. Here's a Predator movie. <laughs> Just what she wanted. <laughs> she always wanted. <laughs> I'm sure of it. You tell her I said. There you go. <laughs> From all of us in the world. So Tony and Pepper make up. Uh, Rhodes makes fun of them and leaves. Get a roof. And takes off with his Iron Man. <laughs> two again. seals fighting over a grape. He's like, my car got smashed, so I'm going to need to I'm keep, keep the suit. suit. He says, that okay. Nope. Wasn't a request. It flies away. Takes it anyway. Which is just, he still let him because he's Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah? Butterscotch. Well, we made that suit for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not like he didn't make it for him. There's no way he could have operated the suit if Hold it on. wasn't his You're suit You're trying to tell me time. the little brother came in and whooped your ass and took your suit? <laughs> well, according to Stark's records, there's Look, protocols that stop him from doing that. it was the suit I made for him, so he was authorized to wear it. <laughs> I mean, there, um, where was the train wheels program? Mm-hmm. He made one for Spider-Man. And trust me, wheels. Tony Stark's the kind of asshole that will keep some kind of super secret backdoor to everything he has oh, out yeah. there where he can shut it down That's whenever he That's why he, he needed Rhodey's password to break into his system? I don't think that so. That was a different system. That was a system he didn't have access to. It's the same suit. Do you think Not Tony's... the suit, knucklehead. When he was breaking in in Iron Man 3, he wasn't using the suit to do it. He was breaking into a system and needed Rhodey's password. It was a government system that Rhodey had access to. And but, he said, every time I, you do this, Tony, I have to change all the stuff. Anyway, it's Iron Man. <laughs> he tells him anyway. <laughs> War Machine rocks. Okay, so whatever. So we cut to Tony and Fury during the debriefing. Did you shake your tits at me? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's a weird day here, listener. <laughs> We've all been drinking a little. 
I've been breathing air all day long. Cut to I get crazy. Cut to Tony and Fury is debriefing him. Stark agrees that uh, agrees that fine, he'll be part of the Avengers Initiative, but Fury has uh, changed his mind. Maybe they'll use him as a consultant. Tony says you can't afford for me. <laughs> but he does have one favorite. Ask. I will waive my fee if you can make this thing happen. So Rhodes and Tony are awarded medals, and Senator Shandling is forced to bestow them. Did you say Senator Shandling? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. They uh, pin the medals on it on him, and he pushes Tony's in, so pokes him. Amazing how annoying a little prick can be. And then ACD says, "Highway to Hell flares," and that is the end. Iron Man two. Yay! Do you want to go first? Sure. Or do you then. want to go last? It's her birthday. It's her birthday. Okay. So, I'll go first. All right. It's your party. You can cry my you favorite to. character is Ivan Vanko. Ooh, that's a solid choice. My least favorite character is Black Widow. I'm not surprised. My favorite scene is the house party smackdown. That's a quality scene. My favorite tertiary object is the hammer dance. And my fr- my favorite line is, "Sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to exit the donut." It's a good line. It's a good line. This is my favorite Iron Man movie. I think it is far superior to Iron Man 1 and way superior to Iron Man 3, which I think is one of the worst MCU movies. Is Iron Man 2 in your top five? No. It's probably top ten, though. All right. I would hope. I don't really like the character of Iron Man in general. I'm not an Iron Man stan by any way. Or stain. No. But (laughs) this is a good movie because it makes sense. A lot of time would <laughs> like he has a, an arc. I wish I I wish that they had mm-hmm. but it makes Your sense. Reaction. Like this like Tony Stark's family ruined this guy's life. He's coming out for revenge. He's equally as smart and talented as Tony, and Tony barely wins through the power of friendship. Smart? He built an arc reactor. It was same the, it was the power of love. It's a yeah, curious it's thing. Power of friendship. It's a curious thing. With the Chris Pie five. <laughs> And um, damn sure was. But it makes sense. A lot of these movies, it doesn't make sense. Like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel was like, "What's your, what's your problem? Oh, you're just too awesome." Like most of these don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like Ultron. Like Ultron. Ultron really was Tony sense. Stark trying to protect the world, and he fucked up. Yeah, but twice. It happened to get lucky on the second one. Ultron doesn't make sense. Because they want to imprison the Scarlet Witch, and Tony is never punished for Ultron. Yeah. No, that's why, I think sense. that's why he signs the Accords to get out of trouble. But it doesn't make any sense. Because he really fucked that up. Yeah, he did. And, he never... and I'm sorry, they let Scarlet Witch go um, when she enslaves a town. So there's that, too. Like they really don't know what to do about the Avengers. There's truth. That's, Which that, I'm not again, saying that, that doesn't make any sense. If they decide to roll up on her, there's really times, not a whole lot they're going to do. A lot of times the Marvel movies... Go get her, Iron Man. I, they're, like, the reasons the villains are doing things don't make a lot of sense. That's, that's true. And it's kind of dumb. This guy does have a valid argument. But this is... And I like that it's realistically something that one Avenger would take care of himself. Right. Because War. sometimes... War Machine. Three. Black Widow. Um, but once you bring the Avengers together and then you take the other movies, like let's take Thor The Dark World. Where the world's about to end. Where the world's about to end and nobody shows up. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. This seems important. Once you introduce the other Avengers, it doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't help and interfere. Eternals? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it means to tell me you're here. Celestials come out of the earth. 
The thing I like about this movie is that it's very self-contained and makes sense. What about the Eternals just sitting around as all this other stuff is going on? Yeah. It's one of the things I like about the... We don't interfere. What? It's one of the things I like about the Ant-Man movies, too. They're self-contained and they make sense within their plot of why no one else would be involved in this and why it doesn't affect the larger community. Because it's a personal thing. Like, that guy's pissed off at Hank Pym. Which, it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. And it's not world-ending. Right. No. And it and it doesn't have to and it shouldn't have to be. And the story works because it's it doesn't it, it doesn't blow out like it's not like an eternal coming out of the earth. It's this fucking Russian asshole yeah. is fucking around. Oh he dead? Okay, well whatever Which, that's over with. But and he didn't die, but we find that out later. But there's not a, there's nothing big going on here until the end, and okay. by then that all happens the in like two is, hours. No, no, he's dead because Mickey Rourke ain't coming back MC. Well, well, I mean he, I mean in the jail, you know. Yeah. But they have this big rogues ga- gallery of, you know, bad guys for comic book movies. And right. they only seem to want to make movies about the really big ones instead of the small ones. And the smaller ones make better films. Um, I think this is a good movie, and I'm glad you picked it. Yay. Yay. Carly? All right. Well, my favorite character, I went with Sam Rockwell, because I like Sam Rockwell. I'm not surprised by and that I at all. I wouldn't have minded more Sam Rockwell. I think Ever. anybody would have yeah. <laughs> I watched the shit out of a Justin Hammer movie, and I hate when they make movies about villains. Um, my least favorite character is Pepper, because I just think she's annoying. Like, Fair. <laughs> my favorite scene is um, when um, Tony makes the element. My favorite tertiary object is the strawberries. I have one thing in the world I'm allergic to strawberries and my favorite line was I will formally apologize when I'm not fending off a hammeroid attack I just thought it was funny that's a great line there's a lot of really good lines in this and I will also get I will say since I saw this one first everybody was like oh one is better one is better one is better I watched this one first I went back and watched one and I was like one is boring what the hell are y'all talking about I understand those are words, but I don't. They didn't make sense. To me. I didn't see one until after I saw this, and it's a totally different movie. <laughs> one is boring. So one I is will. Not, one is give We're watching one, one tonight. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't dislike one. I just don't think it's as good as this one. <laughs> you you say that like it's a threat. Like I have to sit there and watch it. I you watch things I don't give a shit about all the time while I sit there and do other things. I did just buy a big ass eye patch. You can just look at me. Yep. It do be facts. <laughs> hey, my favorite character is Tony. Duh. My least favorite character is Pepper, because me and Carly have to agree on at least one thing every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was facts. But no, it just naturally happens. It just seems. It happen. just happens. Um, my favorite line is, of course, "Hey, I want my bird, mm. my bird," because I was a lot of other lines were great, but I couldn't not pick that. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite. Scene is for between the credits and the opening and the credits at the end. Oh. It's one long scene. Yes. And my favorite tertiary object is the picture of Mickey Work of um, Ivan Vanko being arrested because that's an actual picture of Mickey Work being arrested in, in the 80s. I thought you would pick Molnir. No. Nope. <laughs> I, I picked the actual <laughs> photo of Mickey Work being arrested because nice. that's amazing. <laughs> And um, is there something we can do above yay? Nope. No. Then I'll take that. <laughs> highest of yays. The highest of yays. Because it's an Iron Man movie. I, I can write you down in all caps. Yes. <laughs> That'll work. Best you can do is all caps. Best I can do is all caps. I'll take it. I mean, this was back when Marvel movies were just 
killing it. They were, just, they were coming out, and they were coming out heavy and hard and nothing but home runs every time. And then mm-hmm. Thor Dark World came out. And it's like, ooh, maybe they're not infallible. <laughs> All right. All right. My favorite character is a tie between Stark and Hammer. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Senator Shandling. Because mm-hmm. he only wanted Tony's stuff to give it to Hydra. Mm-hmm. But they don't, you don't know that yet. Not yet. But we know that. Tony knows that and he can't separate it. No. (laughs) Well, you also know this is based on Demon in a Bottle, but she didn't bring that up. Well, because it's loosely based on it. (laughs) Very loosely. Um, My favorite line is, Ivan says, you come from a family of thieves and butchers, and like all guilty men, you try to rewrite your history to forget all the lives the Stark family has destroyed. Stark says, speaking of thieves, where'd you get that design? You look like you have friends in low places. He says, my father, Anton Vanko. Never heard of him. And then he basically, at the end, he goes, uh, if you can make God bleed, people will cease to believe in him. There will be blood in the water and the sharks will come. All I have to do is sit back and watch as the world consumes you. He says, where will you be watching the world consume you from? Oh, that's right, a prison cell. I'll send you a bar of soap. Wow, that's good. a whole lot of words. Good he did, shit. He was much better later when he just said, my book. My book. And my favorite scene, I like the bar scene because I love the quips between back and forth. It's really funny and subtle, some of it. And my favorite tertiary object is the Rolls-Royce Phantom that they drive around in. Apparently, there's only so many of those, and they actually ended up destroying two in this movie, sadly. (laughs) That's like $400,000 a piece. (laughs) And, of course, I will highest of the eight. All right, I'll put you all caps, too. Thank you. No, 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 Tony, there's a paper. paper. All right, so... (laughs) You fist bumped her finger. (laughs) She was going for a fist bump. That's weird. Like this, Curly? <laughs> I, know, I just did it. Curly, you... do you often go for fist oh, bumps? Is this know. a secret thing no, we don't know about? She really likes Thor Love and Thunder, where on um, Asgard they do a high one. <laughs> Nobody does a high one ever. They're doing... Too sweet. Too sweet? Too sweet. Too sweet, okay. Okay, anyway, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, or you can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Give song. I do. And tune in next week on the podcast. For Tony's pick. No. no. <laughs> Elaine's pick. No. Carly's pick. Yep. For what occasion? <laughs> to kick off John's birthday month. <laughs> wow. I knew it wasn't my pick and I was sure of it. All I was right. like, somebody's got to gotta go. You have to stop drinking. That was nope. rough. Okay. Yep. Really? <laughs> We're going to do 1993's Last Action Hero. Happy birthday, John. This movie was long. <laughs> it was. keeps on giving. <laughs> oh. Alright. I like this one. We're going to let it play. Okay. okay. <laughs> just, we got to talk, too, so don't forget that. <laughs> well, you could sing it. Go ahead, Tony. We don't want to get sued. You don't want to get sued? We don't want to get sued. Alright, then. Alright, fine. <laughs> <laughs>